Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. He used his power to use City Hall like his personal ATM. When compared to others accused of corruption, was in a league of his own. And that's saying something in Los Angeles. It's January 26th. This is the L.A. Local, sponsored by the L.A. Car Guy family of dealerships. I'm Alex Silverman. We'll get to a few updates on city council corruption. But first, when the rules changed in college sports, letting NCAA athletes get compensation for their names, their images, and their likeness, called NIL, there was a lot of support for the idea that amateur athletes would get a small slice of these huge revenues that their performances generate. But this was not the intent. Loyola Marymount University is announcing that it's cutting six varsity sports, including women's swimming, track and field, and rowing. So why are they doing that? The school says it doesn't have the resources to compete for top athletes under the new rules. Charles Feldman talked with Ramogi Huma, former UCLA football player and executive director of the National College Players Association, about why this is happening. It doesn't make much sense as you unpack what Loyola is saying. They're saying they need to cut sports to spend more money on NIL opportunities. But uh, under NCAA rules, they're not allowed to give athletes NIL money. So institutional funds can't flow to athletes for recruiting, transfer portal, or, or any other purposes. So, so why do you think they're doing it? I think they're doing it as uh, they, they wanted to cut these sports, obviously, and they did. Um, and, and they felt like they could scapegoat NIL and make people believe it. Um, but again, it doesn't make sense. The other thing is this. If you're trying to be more com- competitive, who are you competing with? Because you're in Division One, right? Mm-hmm. Your total revenue is $30 million a year. In the same city, other Division One sports, you have UCLA and USC making $131 million a year, $187 million a year, respectively. Are you going to pretend that you're actually competing? Nothing, but you, know, you cut these other sports. It doesn't change the pecking order at all. None of this makes sense. Not to mention... The athletes in those sports, many of them pay tuition dollars, right? Mm-hmm. At, Lo- at Loyola Marymount, cost of attendance is over $60,000 a year. Right. If even half of these 100 athletes um, were paying 50% tuition, they're losing out on $3 million a year right there. So this is very wrongheaded. I don't think it's uh, a credible excuse to cut these sports. Okay, but, but let, let's say that you're right. Loyola Marymount is being disingenuous. Might that reasoning, though, be something that other schools that are similar in size and student body and have the same uh, sports departments, 
might they look at what Loyola is doing and say, well, you know, if they're going to do it, we can get away with it too and use the same excuse? Well, I don't think it's new. So Loyola didn't just come up with this. They looked at, for instance, the University of Iowa, I believe they mm-hmm. cut uh, some of their sports during COVID. Right. And a couple months later, they give their football ca- football coach a raise. Mm. Uh, you know, I like right. a million dollar raise or something like that, right? And, and notably, many of the schools, most of the schools did not cut any sports through uh, COVID even when there were really no funds. So it's not like Loyola can't weather whatever they think they're weathering and they're not alone. So every single school in their in, in their size um, in, in Division One, they're dealing with the same pressures. Loyola thinks they can use that as an excuse to, to do this and they're, they're using it as an excuse, but not credibly. And I think that's important to call out. Um, the other thing is that they may run into Title IX issues at Stanford. They try to do the same thing a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I think they try to cut maybe 16, 18 sports. Mm-hmm. Title IX lawsuit was filed, Stanford settled, reinstated the sport. So I don't know that this is over, but it's definitely, um, uh, it's definitely unjust. LMU says it is over, despite petitions from student-athletes. They say the decision cannot be reversed. Going on to say the LMU athletic director made the decision with the full support of university leadership. While we acknowledge the decision is disappointing, the university is confident this path supports the best interests of our student-athletes and the goals of LMU athletics. Thirteen years, that's the prison sentence for former L.A. City Councilman Jose Huizar for taking bribes, shaking down developers, John Baird was in court. Mr. Weezar's attorney spent nearly an entire hour trying to convince the judge that with all the bad things the former council member had done, he had done some good things, too, and didn't deserve more than a nine-year sentence. In fact, he went on so long, the judge finally gave him a kind of a two-minute warning. And then the judge started to speak, and from the moment he opened his mouth, it was pretty clear that leniency wasn't on the menu today. He just ripped into Mr. Weezar, first chiding him for taking so long to even accept responsibility for his crimes, saying he lacked the character and the courage to avoid the temptation of accepting bribes, and that the defendant held the power and blatantly abused it time and time again, and that handing down a lesser sentence would send the wrong message. The judge also said that Mr. Weezar, when compared to others accused of corruption, was in a league of his own, and he wondered, with the career that he had, why he decided to throw it all away. We talked with a former federal prosecutor, Nima Romani, who is not surprised at all by the 13-year sentence. Generally speaking, district judges do go with the government's recommendation, and here you're talking about a public servant who took all sorts of bribes, right? And, I mean, from the gamut of escorts, casino trips, private planes, hotel rooms. I mean, this is really a black eye for anyone who's a public servant, who's a government official. Let's not forget, judges themselves are making a lot less money than they could have if they're in private practice. They're not taking bribes, so they're not going to look kindly on this type of behavior. Judge and jury did not look kindly on Mark Ridley Thomas's behavior either, former L.A. County supervisor and councilman, asking a federal appeals court now to reverse his fraud and bribery convictions or to give him a new trial. Three-judge panel will look at that appeal It says prosecutors did not prove any, quote, hallmarks of traditional bribery and prosecutors removed African-American women from the jury pool. Ridley Thomas was found guilty of voting to support county contracts that would benefit USC. And he accepted a scholarship for his son from USC. Spokesman for the U.S. Attorney's Office has no comment on that yet. 
L.A. socialite Rebecca Grossman is on trial, accused of hitting and killing two brothers in Westlake Village more than three years ago. And her lawyers say... The wrong person's being prosecuted. Grossman's lead attorney is pointing the finger of blame at former Dodgers pitcher Scott Erickson, who was her boyfriend at the time of the tragedy. He told the jury that they will prove that Erickson's black Mercedes SUV hit 11-year-old Mark and 8-year-old Jacob Iskander, and seconds later, they hit Grossman's car. He showed a picture of her car from that September night in 2020 and said an expert will say the damage comes from slightly above her car. The prosecutor told jurors that they will hear from several witnesses, one of whom claims to have seen a white SUV hit one of the boys and project him down the street. Grossman was driving a white Mercedes that night. According to the prosecution, she had Valium and alcohol in her system. Grossman's lawyer emphasized that she had one and a half drinks over the course of two hours. She's facing murder and other charges. 34 years to life is the maximum sentence there, says my colleague Margaret Carrero, who was in the courtroom. Former cast member of The Real Housewives of New Jersey is suing Bravo alleging sexual harassment and assault by a cast member of another show. Caroline Manzo claims Brandy Glanville forcibly kissed and groped her during an episode of The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip in Morocco, an episode that has not yet aired. The lawsuit alleges Bravo and other NBC Universal subsidiaries knew of Glanville's history, but hired her for rating. Prosecutors encouraged Glanville to drink alcohol before they taped the show. Glanville is not being sued here, just the company. Bravo and NBC Universal have not responded to this lawsuit yet. That's the LA Local for this Friday, the 26th of January. We're back Monday with another one. In the meantime, you can stay connected over the weekend, 97.1 FM in LA. Ask your smart speaker to play KNX News. Get the Odyssey app, search KNX News. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. You can hit the follow button there and get the show sent to your phone every day. We're sponsored by the L.A. Car Guy family of dealerships. Search their inventory, all 14 dealerships right there at lacarguy.com. Have a great weekend. Talk to you Monday. I'm Alex Silverman. See ya. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.